we're only harmed by the attacks of others if we co-sponsor and buy into and believe what they are trying to tell us is the truth of us. Nothing has any inherent meaning. The universe is a big Rorschach blot. So any experience we have, we are automatically, oftentimes in a fraction of a second, completely, you know, before we have the time to notice that it's happening, we're projecting meaning and a story onto that thing. And some of them work well for us. Some of them are constructive, positive things from lessons as a child, all back to the lessons as a kid thing. You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. When I first started learning Finnish, I was terrified to speak, but that is the only way that I will learn the language. So again, realizing that it, this, this uh, making mistakes is not some, some deep-seated character flaw. I'm just echoing a lot of what you've, you've shared because I've seen it as well in my work personally and personally and in my work. Um, and, and it is there is something about when I make a mistake and I get corrected speaking, I don't make the same mistake again. I always remember the right way to do it. Now, I can, I can read as much Finnish instructional manuals as I want. It doesn't have the same lived, living, breathing uh, knowledge it's not a visceral understanding um, as when I'm in action in the world as what you're kind of uh, directing our listeners' attention to, to look at in their own life. Mm. I feel like that is, that is a place that people do create failure for themselves. Failure is not something that comes from outside mm. in the same way that a mechanism fails to perform its function. I think humans fail in the same way to perform their function, which is to experiment, to make mistakes, to learn lessons. If we try something, excuse me, we make a mistake and again, there's no blame in it, but if we make a mistake and fail to learn from it, that is a failure. And at any time that can be turned around, Mm. you're like, what am I missing there? What can I learn from this? I've been reading, um, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins recently. And that man, it hit God. I mean, his life's work. He's just so brilliant. But something he talks about a lot is asking yourself better questions. And basically the human mind is this question asking and answering thing that we have. And it's massively powerful. He's talked about different difficult phases he's gone through in his own life and, and the most empowering questions, some of the most empowering questions he's been able to come up with to turn things around is looking at things we might perceive as catastrophes or disasters and ask, what can I learn from this? And like, what can I create out of this? What's, what's excellent about this? Yeah. Just it's, Oh, it's, it's interesting too, because the whole, you know, objective universe thing inherent in that concept is that nothing has any inherent meaning. The universe is a big Rorschach blot. So any experience we have, we are automatically oftentimes in a fraction of a second, completely, you know, before we have the time to notice that it's happening, we're projecting meaning and a story onto that thing. And some of them work well for us. 
some of them are constructive, positive things from lessons as a child, all back to the lessons as a kid thing, or conscious choices made as an adult. But being able to cultivate an awareness of the language we're using, how we're perceiving of things, the story that we're projecting onto things, and then the relationship of all of that with the choices we make in response or reaction to it. It's not easy, but that is such a radically empowering and potentially world-altering course of action. Yeah, I mean, as I hear you speak, Ryan, I mean, simply you could sum it up, that realization that (laughs) our experience always comes from the inside out. Mm -hmm. It's not the other way around, like what we're kind of taught to believe, to blame people, places, things. We blame everything. We blame the weather for how we feel, you know? But I've got to tell you, I've been, uh, you know, here on a sunny day in Finland. Imagine we do have some of them. You know, you could be a really sunny day here in Finland. You could be miserable on your couch, feeling anxious and depressed, eating a bowl of ice cream. Like, there's oh. not the correlation there that, that, again, is the predominant methodology of how we are speaking to one even the language we use, how we speak to one another, how we speak to our children, how things are portrayed on the media and the advertisements where they're, of course, they're trying to sell a product in order to do that. They have to make you feel that you are not good enough and they have to make you feel that this objective outside thing is going to solve your problems. Yeah. You know, and that's the fundamental. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I was just going to say, how invulnerable are people when they don't feel lacking? Mm. If people, instead of pursuing, I mean, all the, all the stuff that marketing is telling us we need to be happy. If instead people were focusing on like, you know, what contributes to my wholeness? Mm. I think that changes the, the, the dialogue with marketing because all marketing is trying to do and I think there's a sea change happening in marketing, which really excites me to be a part of that industry. But historically, marketing has been all about you're not enough, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too whatever. Yeah. And if people are just like, I'm beautiful as I am, and I'm whole as I am, and I love myself, you're... You know, you're like Superman with bullets just flying off your chest. You're in, in, you're impervious to that sort of attack because we're only harmed by the attacks of others if we co-sponsor and buy into and believe what they are trying to tell us is the truth of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if people fundamentally know it's not true, there's not even a conversation there. You just you hear this thing and it's like, it's true. Okay. <laughs> That's an ugly story you're telling, and I'm not going to engage with it. Yeah. It's such a different way of, of being in the world where you, um, where, where it's very common for people to defend their sense of who they think they are. They feel very personally attacked. But again, I mean, also ego, <laughs> who, who we believe ourselves to be, is also construct. <laughs> You know, so then putting all this energy to protect and then again, not maybe being attuned to what the moment's actually calling for, what's actually going on or what the people have even said. I've gotten emails before and I've started to notice over the years, if I have an immediate kind of visceral reaction to the email, I always go back and read it again before responding. And I've always caught that I have misunderstood 
things and my mind has filled in the blanks because I started down that train of reactivity and defensiveness. And, and, and I do think that's tied in with if, if you can only feel the need to protect yourself, if there's something in here that does at that moment feel that it needs to be protected, it's not enough. I need to prove to the world I'm this kind of person or I can't be a pushover. Like sometimes in this conversation, people will say, well, Amy, well, I have to set boundaries with people. I can't be a Pollyanna, you know, especially when we point to um, the fact that you know everyone does the best they can with what their thinking is in that moment, what their reality is in the moment. That's really true. And mm-hmm. like what you said, people automatically hear that, well, that means that I agree with the behavior. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying. That's not what you've said. And that's not what I think a lot of folks are saying. So again, to listen deeper, listen to what, what's more fundamental to the conversation. I yeah. think would be really helpful for folks as a starting place. And I, I think the email thing is such a brilliant, amazing opportunity for people to become aware of what's operative inside of themselves in terms of their self-perception they're carrying with them and their perception of the world. Cause I, I likewise noticed that years ago, like reading emails and it's, it's the perfect Rorschach blot for how you're perceiving of yourself and your worth and where other people are coming from, because it is fundamentally emotionless, black and white text. And I would hear in my head the way I was reading certain things and I was putting vocal inflections onto totally neutral text. Mm. And the same thing with Facebook. I noticed that also I was, going to Facebook and trying to connect with people thinking that like, this is great. And I realized like, this is doing a really good impression. This is, this is a really good proxy for connection because mostly I am interacting with my own imagination of what the inflection was and what that person said or what I think they really meant. Mm-hmm. And with email, good point. yeah, it was, it was frequent that I'd get something and get like all worked up. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe they said that. And then kind of catch myself and be like, wait, do I really know that's how they said it and what they meant? Exactly. Do I know that there was a sarcastic tone to that? No, I absolutely <laughs> don't at all. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's, it's interesting because it's like, where'd that come from? Oh, it came from inside of me. Like, where else is that coming out that I'm assuming intent in other people when I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all that we have for today. However, there are several other episodes where we feature Ryan and he shares his insights in living and being human beautifully. In part one, we talked about the boogeyman of failure. Part two, we talked about guilt and shame. And I believe that episode is titled, Isn't It Good to Feel Guilty Sometimes? In part three, we talked about the most important job in the world. So I encourage you to check the show notes because those links to the other episodes will be posted below. Until next time, stay curious, take care of yourself, and keep rocking.